0: The lumber town of Otari, with its storied past and a fair share of sinister secrets, has been fairly quiet in recent decades. Over the 400 years since its inception, the surrounding area has been the launching pad for many famous adventurers, and as a result, most of the ancient ruins have been fully explored, much of their mysteries already solved. But. When the mysterious gauntlet, an eerie landlocked lighthouse, begins to glow with a baleful light, the people of Otari suspect it's an ominous prelude to sinister events. The call goes out for a new band of heroes to save the day. Those heroes are... Mukta. One's path in life may shift like the sands. You have to adapt or be buried. Higgins.
1: Can I play something for you?
0: New Lara.
2: Hey, I know that it's scary, but you have to get up. Okay? Take my hand. Ugh. Very good. Let's go.
3: Clovis.
4: Nature is not to be put in order. Nature is order. It is for us to put ourselves in unison with this order.
0: The time has come to enter the Abomination Vaults, Ruins of Gauntlet. With another night's sleep, you gather your belongings the next morning, picking up your freshly ruined weapons, and head out to the Gauntlet Ruins once more. And that's where we pick up. So we fade in from behind the lighthouse the camera rises like kind of over the top of the the building looking back towards the group as they come through the fog fan swamp bright early um i guess it's probably oath day it's it's like you know 9 a.m on oath day which is thursday-ish and we see you know you guys cresting the hill back for another round. The camera zooms in close to you guys as you're coming up. What are you guys talking about? What's your plan? What's your plan of attack? Like, what are you guys doing? What would you guys like to do next? So uh, do we go back to
1: the, uh, the, uh, workshop area and uh, get to the uh, secret, uh, area, use pulling on the tool and go down to the book lady? Or do you want to go someplace else near Lyra? Um. am what? We can go back to the workshop with your little friend uh, and find the secret passage to the uh, library and meet with the librarian. Or uh, what would you rather do? Do you want to go down there?
2: I'm thinking since the sun's out and it's safer in the gauntlet when the sun's out, maybe we could check out the, the lenses like upstairs.
1: Okay, sounds good. Go ahead because, and let me like,
2: know. Yeah, Mukta and Clovis haven't—they haven't seen it yet. And the last time we were there, we were fine. I highly I recommend know The it. Blood Lady. Yeah, I know the Blood Lady came up there, but I also have a feeling that. <laughs> why is Laura talking like this? <laughs> but I also have a <laughs> feeling that um, that since the sun's out, she might not be there.
0: I mean, you can see from where you're standing because the lighthouse door is open. You know, it's like broken off, and you're looking in the light. The where the floor of the lighthouse is, the blood puddle that had risen into that kind of humanoid form is back, and it's just laying on the ground again.
2: Oh, there's probably going to be another haunt.
0: You do.
4: We're bringing that doll with us, right? Yeah. Uh, He's going to tell us where to go
0: or try to help us, right? Okay.
1: Well, after you, good lady, you know what they say, sun's yeah.
2: out, swords out.
0: So, yeah, Neelar, do you want to go ahead and go up the lighthouse or at least tentatively check it out?
2: Yeah, for my exploration, I'm going to uh, defend.
0: <laughs> defend? Oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so you got defend going and then uh, I'm just assuming we're defaulting to the usual, which is avoid notice for Mukda. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tech magic for Hal and investigate for Clovis.
2: Oh, before I head in, I want to ask Mukta. Mukta, how did we stop the Bokora's, like, shadow from attacking us again? You did something, but I'm trying to remember what.
3: I did? With the shadow? Yeah.
2: Yeah, when we first came into the room and then the blood turned into, you know, like a copy of Bokora and started Mm. attacking us.
3: Oh, I threw my water skin at it to uh, <laughs> try to wash away the blood.
2: Oh, okay. Do I have a water skin?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it looked like you somehow disrupted the blood between the floor and the creature, which caused it to, like, disable the, the haunt. Whether or not it's guess, um, only water skins that work, no one's to say. But
2: I guess um, we're going to... Clean some floors today. Yeah. All right.
0: So, so you know, you, you it looks reset, like almost like it's been before. This sort of brand new, the lighthouse again. Just to contrast, it's not aging with time like the rest of the ruins is. It stays in this like nice brand new sort of like approach. It, it like looks brand new, whereas the rest of the place is crumbling. And the blood, again, from what you understand, is probably if this is where you know, Belcora died, like you guys learned from Borbo, His blood has got to be hundreds and hundreds of years old, but it looks fresh like it could have been from a corpse that died this morning. And as you kind of go close to the room and step across the threshold, bracing for the worst, nothing happens. And you're oh. able to bypass the the uh, blood stain up to the, the spiral staircase that goes to the top of the lighthouse and get up clear. there, no problem
1: friend Mukta, it's all clear you can go ahead
0: i'm just gonna narratively describe what happens so like you push your way through there back up into the top of the lighthouse and you know like the same as before daylight streaming in uh the lighthouse definitely has like a glow blue it's hard to see it with the daylight around because that drowns out a lot of this glow but there's this lighter faint blue than the last time you guys were kind of up here looking at it now that you know like this idea of like lenses you're looking around for any sort of lenses there actually isn't any lenses the the lighthouse sort of has this like cagey it's like a cage that this blue energy is like coalescing right in the center and pulsing and outside of it it looks like there's this sort of metal contraption that has maybe like six seven eight inch Slots in it, and it looks like maybe there's like four or five places where lenses could be placed into But there's no lenses currently residing here in the lighthouse
2: Are there any levers? Or like a pulley system, contraptions outside of, you know, like the lenses, like anything that would That might power the lenses or turn it on
0: You want to, if you want to spend some time like checking it out, uh, sure, give me a perception check
2: I mean, you spend, looks some time...
0: to me. <laughs> <laughs> you spend some time looking for some sort of lever, contraption, anything. Um, with that roll, like, you definitely don't come up with anything. But one thing you still know just by feeling it, you can kind of, like, it feels like this metal sort of gadget is on, like, a track of some sort that you can push it freely in 360 degrees around the lighthouse, like, kind of floor. So... You're not sure if there's a way to automate it, but you can manually focus it wherever you want.
2: I'd like to show um, Mukta and Clovis, like, th- the last time we were here, there was a silhouette of something within the cage,
0: right? <laughs> last time you guys were here, I believe it was just um, the energy, like, within the cage was pulsing really bright. Mm-hmm. Um, When... Clovis came and saw through Mukta's eye. Oh, sorry, when yeah, when, when mm-hmm. Clovis saw through Mushi's eyes, the red blood stain had kind of shot up and was just like living on the outside of the light and kind of making it like red tinted on this cage. And then as Mushi came into the room, the blood sloughed off into like a misty blood cloud and attacked it. Okay. Stay so out it of looks, my eyes, Clovis. <laughs> it looks similar. It doesn't look any different from what you guys had seen before, except for the light seems a bit fainter. It's not as deep a blue as it had been last time you were here. Even though it's hard to see in the light. Again, reinforcing the idea that this thing is charging and it's still fairly low charge.
4: So do you think the, uh, the lenses maybe are somewhere in this lighthouse somewhere?
3: Nulara, do you think you are strong enough to maybe destroy the... uh the Track? This, this, uh, these devices that would hold the lens is, itself. And
2: I could try. I'm gonna try.
0: <laughs> okay. What weapon are you using?
2: I'm gonna use my are brand you, new you trident. trident?
0: Yeah, you're gonna pull out the trident just... Like, Actually,
2: no. I, let's do, like, a bludgeoning damage on it. <laughs> so I'll use okay. the morning Star.
0: Sure. Give me, just give me an attack roll with that, uh, with that Morning Star then. All right. Nice. So, your aim is to destroy like the contraption, or make it so mm-hmm. it doesn't rotate anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It it's not like it's not made from like the sturdiest of metals and stuff. You can tell it's it's made for function and not, you know, defense. And one solid crush from your morning star like collapses, like it crumples, and you you see the whole thing sort of like fall off the track and like bend at a weird angle. Um and. You can just keep hitting it over and over until it renders it fairly broken like it doesn't like jams you try to like force it if you give it your all you can like push it hard enough that it'll like force a little bit but um yeah this thing is easily like destroyed just with a little bit of elbow grease no problem
2: yeah i'll do that and then while doing that i'll i'll look at the party and say this solution i don't know it feels too easy
3: I mean, we're going to have to <laughs> delve a little deeper.
2: Yeah.
3: Unintended, but um, uh uh-huh. maybe this will at least slow some slow whatever happens down.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hitting the thing. <laughs> just crash, crash, crash.
0: Yeah, no problem. So you at least render the. I mean, it doesn't affect the lighthouse. The lighthouse is still in this like really hefty, thick cage. Or sorry, the, the light in the center. Is surrounded by this thick, ca- like cage, but the the little contraption outside of that protection, that would potentially slot some of these lenses in, completely, beyond easy repair. Mission accomplished. Dust your hands off. Go collect your reward.
2: <laughs> Borbo, does this place look familiar to you? Did your master bring you here? The,
0: the doll is still like lifeless.
2: Oh shoot. You guys want to reactivate it? Gem in.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So you slot the gem in, and he like comes through, through, um, and again he he's in this like sort of like hysterics where he's looking around, he's like kind of like unsure of where he is, and he threatens to bite a couple of people, um, before he kind of recognizes you and and realizes what's going on, and then um he begins crying really loud and just like. (laughs) my life is so
2: hard this isn't
0: fair <laughs> just like way feeling down on himself
2: I you know friend just a little bit more and i promise we'll 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 stick to our word are you familiar with this place
0: he he looks around because he can't actually turn so you can like hold him out and show yeah. him around right uh, yeah so you're, so you're showing him around right and and he uh he, he's like, oh, are we in the lighthouse? Yeah. Right here, this... Oh, it's so destroyed. This thing right here, this is where we would uh, slot the lenses in. There were...
2: Yeah, I broke it.
0: There were four lenses. Master was very adamant that they'd be perfect to her standards. The good news is, there's no way to slot in the lenses. The bad news is the lenses were never required to operate the lighthouse, more to strengthen its magic or to at least extend its reach further.
2: Did he, was he able to finish the lenses or was he just, was he still in the process before everything went to
0: shit? Oh no, no. We finished the lenses. It was his pride and joy. I think we worked on it for the, better part of five years before he was happy with them he uh, yeah, we... took them down to Mistress Belpora and when he came back he didn't have them
2: well Borbo I believe you've met everyone and then I found <laughs> everyone
0: like, you guys have any questions for him yeah doesn't sound like it and
3: which... uh, again uh, oh god I was just going to say which uh which way was the best way to the library again
0: I mean, the only the only passage I knew, I regularly used was through Master's workshop, which would be. Uh, he's like, oh, that way. No, no, that way. And he, like he turns and like you're, you're. He's pointing out towards like the northwest side of the lighthouse, towards that little house, kind of off the side, and it's- then he tells you that's how you get there. Although he said there was another staircase that was that led down from the servants quarters but he didn't like to go there because they were kind of beneath him i lean into
3: clovis it's it's kind of makes me feel sorry for him when he points with his little knobs like that
2: <laughs> agreed poor baby all righty borbo you get on my back and you lead the way
0: do you want him He want do you want him to lead you to the lighthouse or sorry to the library Unless yeah, there's me.
2: anything else that, uh, the party wants to investigate in the lighthouse?
1: I mean, when start starts to go down, it's as good as a direction as any. Once we go down, we keep going down, or we just go down a little bit and then look around and then a little bit more? Or do we come back and go down like your secret door, Mukta? What do you think?
3: Well, I mean, the reason we brought along our little friend is uh, to possibly help us in the library. So I feel like we should uh, maybe try to go there at least.
1: Okay, let's do that. Lead the way.
0: Yeah. So, so um, he'll lead you basically out out the lighthouse door right here to the you know to the uh, west and then north into that little stairwell that goes down where you fought like the sort of bloodworm creature.
2: As we're walking, I want to ask how, how, did, did Rajani spit on you last night?
1: I wouldn't say he spit on me. He kind of, in my direction, but admit no matter means nothing.
3: Trust me. You'd rather have him spit near you than talk to you. Hmm.
2: Kind of regret just even throwing the idea of making him mayor.
3: I don't did we really I mean we didn't really <laughs> even throw it out there we were just asking questions and he maybe
0: inferred some things but um look. are you bringing dancing lights back out how yeah. because it was going back underground where it's dark yeah okay yep some left over from last time perfect so from here borbo will point you to the right towards this little workshop so you, you go ahead and return back to this little workshop and just again, as a reminder, like the seven square alcoves, each containing strange medical or sorry, magical apparatuses or alchemical sets of tools ring this damp stone chamber. The alcove to the North contains a large glass tank filled with liquid, a goblin's corpse clad in outdated servant's clothing floats inside of it, a semicircular work table covered with tools, papers, and what previously held a large book before it made its way into one of your bags. Was in front of the tank. Borbo, make sure
2: that Borbo doesn't see the goblin in the tank.
0: You don't want him to see himself? No. Yeah, okay. Uh, alas, um, he, Borbo, I knew him once. <laughs> he does remind you that there is a secret treasure compartment in his room that he'll gladly uh, show you guys where it is if you'd like to see it. Although Mukta has already cleared that one out. Oh. <laughs> I would
1: like to um, uh, go down to the library before we run out of uh, daylight, so maybe the most expeditious way uh, to go is the best.
0: Yeah, so he motions here, like you point him away from the tank where the goblin is, towards this door that's already open, and he's like, oh, I see you've already found this secret door? It was cleverly hidden.
3: No need for your uh, treasures, why don't you keep them hidden? Some things you should keep for yourself.
0: Yeah. And so he, he basically says, like, you know, leading this way down to the workshop, you know, the there's more locks to live down here. And, you know, the librarians keep Elcora's library tended to. It'll be it'll be great.
2: Oh, it's so sure. dark. Oh, OK.
0: <laughs> there's like a long staircase that leads down deeper, deeper under the uh, library, the, into the library. I am still avoiding notice.
2: <laughs> I'm defending...
0: Should I make a stealther? <laughs> so, Mushi, go ahead and give me that. Or Sorry, Mukta, go ahead and give me that stealther. Because you, you step down the staircase deep, deep down. And as you step into this little hallway mm-hmm. and peer, like, up and down the hall, you see, like, to the west side of you, a large swirling cloud of mist. There's thick clouds of mist that are spilling out from that room on the far side down like the hallway, making it hard to see any details. But there is very obviously something swirling at the center of that mist cloud.
2: Where at? Ah, uh, Borbo. So Mukta
0: is, is like sneaking ahead and sees it.
2: Borbo, what is this? Is it safe?
0: And as 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 you're looking mm-hmm. at that Mukta, um it begins to, uh let me just see, what was your roll? 18, what's this thing's? Yeah, so you, you step down and, and you try to go in sneaky and you stop in your place, Mukta. And as you do, this thing basically starts floating. The, the mist and this creature starts floating in your direction a little bit. And I guess at that point, everyone go ahead and roll initiative for me.
2: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> it's a little
3: hard to be sneaky with a single hallway and bright lights all around you so
2: <laughs> yeah so true. But you also just had a really TV. bad
0: roll if I get like, rolled high enough I would like like stop and backtrack before everyone yeah, yeah. kind of comes down you know no, that's but, uh, my excuse for the bad roll <laughs> yeah without the lights though too because you, you I don't think you could see anything without the lights right because you have low light vision but not dark yes. vision is that correct yeah correct so there there is like this like misty type creature, whatever it is. But I was still trying to avoid notice, so uh I can You still get to roll stealth, absolutely.
3: Yeah.
2: Dang 31 for initiative.
3: Yep.
4: Oh badass monk. Oh, natural mm.
0: twenty for me.
2: Oh hey. Whoa, <laughs> an explosion.
0: And then Mushi doesn't get his own turn. I thought I rolled pretty well, but I guess I didn't roll well enough. <laughs> I guess you didn't roll well enough, right? Whatever this the miss is begins to go your way. So, yeah, 33.5, geez. And Nular, are you still, did you start with your shield raised? Are you defending? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So just as a, let's see. This is weird, like, it's it's hard to see with the with like just a little dim light from your, your lights, and the swirling mist is definitely like obscured from everyone. It's like basically hidden from everyone because it's hard to see through the uh, the clouds. So sorry, it's considered concealed from you guys. Okay, you can see it. You know it's there, but it's a little off, which means it's like a DC five flat check to even hit it with an, an attack or anything like that. So what's its what's its move? It's got. They changed some of these things. Okay, so okay, so it's not too fast. Okay, so it uses one action. It only needs twenty. So like the the mist kind of f- comes closer, washes over all of you, and suddenly you're all completely obscured by this like mist around you. Um, it like sweeps up the stairs, down the hallway, and makes it really hard to see what's going on. And then it reaches out and it does a tentacle strike at. Because you're the first one in front of it. So let's yep. see what it does. That's a 30? Uh, Yeah, that hits critically. Is it critical what? hit? Oh, shit. Sure. Yes. Okay. So the tentacle reaches out and oh. deals 34 damage to you. I'm unconscious. What? Really? Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> let's get the hell out of here. What the heck? That's intense. Let's grab man. everybody and go. Okay, so so the, all the mist, like, he grabs, grabs Mukta. Mukta goes unconscious. This, like, the, you feel a tentacle wrapped around you. Mukta squeeze you. It deals, what was it? Just bludgeoning damages it. Like, grabs you. You go unconscious. You watch as, like, the tentacle, like, drops the unconscious body to the floor. And then you feel, like, around you, like new Lara. You feel the mist starts, like, getting tight, like, around you. I need you to make a reflex save. A DC 20, yes, new Lara only. Oh, shit. A DC 20 reflex save.
2: 22.
0: Very good. So you've managed to like push your way through it and it does not immobilize you. But you could feel that the cloud, the the mist itself was trying to hold you in place. And? Okay. And that's the end of its uh, turn. Mukta, actually Mukta, you get moved before an initiative. Yes. Uh, so, Nulara?
2: Okay, uh, first action, I'm gonna pull out a healing potion. Uh, Second action, I am going to guzzle it down Mukta's throat.
0: Okay, so you reach down, take the potion, pour it down his throat, go ahead and
2: roll that. Oh my god, one.
0: Is it just D8 straight up?
2: It just says, yeah, for a minor, I only have a minor left.
0: Yeah, it's just straight D. So, at least, Mukta, you come conscious with one hit point. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. He's
2: alive! Uh, Ow. I can't end on his turn, right?
0: Like, on his square? No, you Mm -hmm. can't.
2: Hmm. Third action. Let me know if I can do this, Steve. Could I? pull Mukta's body, like, to my space, and then, like... Like, switch like, squares? It, yeah, switch squares. Like, for I'll my third that. action, it's like, just use my movement. Okay. I, we we can that. do that. Okay, cool.
0: So you drag Mukta away, and then you, like, kind of position yourself to, like, between him and the cloud.
2: hmm I'll okay. pull him up a little further, and then go, go here.
0: Okay. Go ahead. I will allow that. Thank you. That was all uh, three actions, right? Yes, sir. Don't forget to lower your shield because it's no mm-hmm. longer raised.
4: Um, and pal, you're up next. Okay, I am going
1: to um, cast Soothed on Mukta, Heightened.
4: Okay.
3: What And So it.
2: much better, though. <laughs>
3: I will still take it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I guess okay. I'll, uh, I'll sustain.
3: Sustain the lights. Okay. Yep.
4: Yep. yep. Clovis.
0: So can I see the, the thing that got moved up? It, it's hard to see, right? Because it's just this big swirling thing of mist, but from within that misty cloud, a sort of like tentacle reached out and grabbed him and like sapped the lights out of him. From where you are, you can see he's in the square right in front of New Lara. It's just really kinda hard to see. But you do have partial line of sight. So it would have partial cover because of the the wall. And it's obscured because of the uh, mist. But do I become yeah. wounded one, Steve? You would be wounded one, yes. Uh, actually wounded two because you got down by a crit. Ah.
2: Even with Sooth?
0: yes until you oh. get like until you sorry oh sorry God. you went to dying two, but you came back to wounded one that's how that works so yeah you're wounded one
3: okay
4: you guys think i should do a heal and try to give him some more healing or kill it What's yeah that?
2: damage it damage it
4: damage it mm-hmm. all right uh, all right i'll take a ray of frost at it
0: okay Is that an attack roll? Yep. 27. 27. Okay, before the attack hits, I need you to just roll me a straight D20 flat check. You have to roll five or higher to actually hit it because it's concealed from you. Yeah, no problem. You hit it. 27 is going to hit, but not a crit. So go ahead and roll damage on that. Nice. Well, max damage. Nice. All right. 12 points of cold damage saps through the cloud and like nails the, the creature. Which you guys can see is called a Myth Stalker. All right, so then on my
4: last um, action.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm going to recall. Can I recall knowledge if uh, I know anything about this thing with the tentacles?
0: About this thing? Sure. Yep. Okay, we, Make we- a. It's either Arcana unless you have some lore that you can apply to this thing, um, make an Arcana check for me. I have a forest lore, that's it. Arcana, Oh, that's- Yeah, forest dead. lore. You can make it with forest lore if you want, or you can make it with Arcana. Actually, for this one, it can be Arcana or nature. Sorry. Okay, the nature, the nature. Yeah. The way they do recall knowledges is like, depending on the creature type, different skills apply. Jesus, so one come on. Okay. Well, that's a critical fail, which means it's supposed to be a secret check But in this case what you learn uh, this thing is actually Its weakness is uh, Being paralyzed so if you can somehow paralyze this thing it can take the mist away All right, I Yell that out to everybody and that's my turn All right, Mukta you, you you stand up uh, or no you are laying on the ground because you're unconscious but you you're you know conscious prone i uh, stand up
3: ow whatever yeah. that thing is it hurts and uh i believe standing up takes an action yes okay uh
0: do i have would i be able to shoot it with a bow for- you would it would have it would have partial cover. I think it's plus 1 AC because Nulara is between you. But, you know, that's it. I don't remember if it's plus 1 or plus Well, one. I think it's just plus okay. 1 AC. First action,
3: get up. Yep. second action, if you'll allow it, I'd like to hide behind Nulara's
0: form. I am yes. quite small. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're small and she's large and she's right on it. I in this narrow hallway, I think it's reasonable and I will throw you that bone yeah all right pretty good you feel like you're pretty reasonably hidden so would it be flat-footed it is flat-footed against that all right Oh, let me
3: target I always forget about that all right and then a uh, third action I will uh, yes s- quick draw and shoot it with my short
0: blow and you added the rune to your bow right I did. Okay, perfect. And Nulara, you added the runes to your weapon.
2: Uh, yes. Perfect. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: What? Oh, you targeted the dancing lights. Oh lights my bad. The critical hit. I was like, I was like, I rolled it, and then I saw the number. I was like, how does that right. make sense? Uh, a twelve, <laughs> a twelve misses. It's actually a twelve. <laughs> wait, yeah, because twelve oh, and don't it's Don't kill our lights. We need I am to... going to use a hero point. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's use that hero point.
3: All right, let's try this again. <laughs> Best of luck. I see it in my eye and then I see my arrow release and I see it hit the light in my uh, eye mind and I say, no, 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 and I move my wall. <laughs> Just a
2: <little. laughs> Woo!
0: Yeah, yes, 20- let's go.
2: Eight, uh, it's 28,
0: it has plus one AC and then the flat footed is already counting the flat footed in that yes. roll. I don't think so. It should be I put flat Well, foot. you got. Yeah, you got 28. It's AC was 20 dropped to 18, but then increased by one because new Lara. So it's not quite a crit.
2: Oh, Ugh. I hate myself, Sucks.
0: but it is a hit. Then it calculated that right. So go ahead and roll the uh... eight points. Eight point. Not bad. Okay, you're oh, actually before the on top of that, you need to roll the flat, the D20 flat check. Um, just a five or higher to make sure that you hit the right target and don't miss it because it's concealed. Ah, I forgot about that. We shouldn't have that beginning. Oh yeah. oh off. Wow. <laughs> in crit. Now but, I- yeah, so so you hit you hit the target true. Right. Nice. Um, it takes you know a good amount of damage, but it's not bloodied or anything yet. That is that was a all the reaction. All three actions correct. Okay. So, let's see on the Miststalker's stalker's turn it doesn't technically fly or anything so i can't get like over or through you it's not incorporeal so it can't force its way through nulara i think it's just gonna reach out let me see what's his intelligence it's uh it's not dumb but it's not super smart okay it's gonna reach out with his tentacle and try to like attack you nulara okay okay so tentacle attack that's a 29 Hits, but not a crit. Not a crit, (laughs) just barely not a crit, but it's not a crit. Uh, So, so it reaches out and it does twelve points of bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. Um, And then, as it does that, it the tentacle wraps around you, squeezes you for twelve points of damage, and it's going to use the the second action to cash in the the grab effect, and the tentacle grabs you, and you are now being held in place by this like weird tentacle and this creature has so you are now considered um grabbed so unless you use an escape action you have the grab condition which makes you flat-footed and immobilized oh wow okay so i will add that to your thing, grab, grab. So
2: essentially I can't do anything because I'm immobilized or I just can't move?
0: Well, if you look at immobilized, it just means you can't move unless you... Can't use any
2: action. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you'd have to like break the hold. You can attack and stuff. You're just flat-footed to this creature, so this creature would have a bonus if future attacks against you. And then with its third action, it's going to... It's gonna use its constrict ability. So it wraps around you, Nulara, and then as you're held there, it mm-hmm. just squeezes you. So I need you to make a fortitude save. DC21, fortitude save. So it's Out a success. 30. It's a success, but it's not a critical success. So you're gonna take half. So you take half the damage, which is five. I'll take half. You, take, that. Yeah, you just take five damage instead of the full 10.
2: I'll just manually change my.
0: Thing. Okay, that oh. works. And that's its turn. It's all three of its actions. New Lara, oh, it is your turn.
2: Okay, I am going. While I'm here, I'm gonna attack it. Okay. Oh uh, come on, Regina. You don't. You that's... don't have a weapon
0: drawn right now, right? Dang because. because uh, uh, last turn you had, dude, give the potion and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, one action.
0: What are you drawing?
2: I'm pulling out the trident.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, I'm gonna say. let go. Rajani, even though you were a piece of shit, I'm really hoping you're a good smith. So I'm gonna attack it (laughs) for my second action. Yep. Um, My new rune. Ah, nineteen. Nineteen misses. Oh, fails. Okay. Yep. Um,
0: You have the option to hero point.
2: Oh yeah, I'll use the hero point.
0: Okay, hero point it is.
2: Okay, let's try that again.
0: See if you can roll a little better than an 8. 24.
2: 24 is a hit. Cool, 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 cool. For the damage, it'll be 17 points of piercing damage.
0: Nice. Yeah, you put a striking rune on it, right? That's pretty Yeah. Clutch, so it basically does double damage now, huh?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Very nice, 17 points of damage, tears right into the core. Oh, make a a flat check for me, DC 20 flat check to see if the attack hits or misses, Uh Uh, hits. So you strike true right in the middle of this like cloud creature through the mist, stab into it. It rises in pain, the tentacles flail. Um, It's definitely bloodied.
2: Okay, I'm flat footed, so 18. Can I still raise my shield? Yeah. Okay, I'll raise my
0: shield. Yeah, you can raise your shield. You just can't move off the square and, you know, the raising shield kind of offsets the flat-footed somewhat. Okay,
2: okay. Cool, Perfect. that's the end of my turn.
0: Okay,
1: Hal? All right, uh, I would like to lay on hands on Nulara. Okay, so that's 12 points of healing you. to Nulara. And uh, then I would like to to stay in the lights and then do a Linger Composition Inspire Courage. Okay, let's do it. And it is a performance roll.
0: That is correct. Let me look up what is our...
2: Ooh, with your new loot.
4: Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, we're level three now, so the DC on this is 18. Oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, 18 is the, the current DC for your level base check. Oh, uh, failure, but not a critical failure. Mm -hmm.
4: Don't
0: Uh, learn to play it. So last one round, it doesn't cost your focus point. Yep. So at least it's one round. Yep. Okay. So you guys can all take that focus or that uh, inspire courage effect from the mod. Oh, is this? Yeah. It's just to be on there. Very cool.
1: Uh, that's my turn.
0: That's. Alright. Um Clovis. Alright. Um so I'm gonna go ahead and move up here five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Yeah, you walk right up like through how through Nulara, back. Yeah, you go right past the thing. Um it doesn't look to use any sort of action to reach out and lash at you. Alright. All right. Then I'm going to cast
4: a spell.
0: Okay. Very nice. Okay, um 15. fifteen is going to miss. Damn
4: it! Hero point.
0: Hero, hero point. That yeah, might as well, huh? Okay. Yep. I'm gonna use my you hero give point.
2: Give hero point from Twitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> those points. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Hero point makes it a twenty-two. Yes. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: there is a plus one AC bonus to it because it's a new Lara being between you guys and Mukta and stuff, but. A twenty-two is still enough to hit. So let's do the flat. Yeah, yeah. So so it hits, but now we gotta do the flat check, right? So Excellent. flat check is fine. So that does hit. So um, go ahead and roll the damage on your hydraulic push. Nice. So eleven nice. plus
4: it uh, pushes you back
0: five feet away from Nulara. That's right. Ooh. So so Nulara like shoo, it slides back five feet from Nulara. Uh, the tentacle, like, that's rat- Lash on Nulara, it, like, reaches out, and the tentacle is still, like, at a ten-foot range, still reached around Nulara, unfortunately. Okay. Um. um so that's, yep. that's my turn. Okay. Okay. Top of the round, Mukta. Action! Hide behind Nulara again. Okay. <laughs> I allowed it last time. I got allow it allowed this time. Nice. Uh, okay. You do beat it. Passive reception. All right, then I will shoot it with the long, my short ball. Go ahead. Do you want to? I guess it doesn't miss manner. Fail. Yeah, 18 is going to miss. Third action, I might as well attack again. Mm-hmm. OK, it's not flat-footed for this one anymore, because when you attacked on the second time, it gave up the hidden condition. Yep. But I had nothing else to do, so. <laughs> Or.
3: Hmm. You had the hide again. You had courage
0: checked on, right? So I'll roll Woo, I rolled. I would have hit with the flat footed condition. Yes, that is correct. Oh. I no, think it's. It? Yeah.
2: No, you need a five. You need a five.
0: Oh, it's five or okay. mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't think. Wow. Five damage. Wow. Uh, five damage hurts it, but it's not enough to put it down. You know what? I'm still
3: going to attack again. No flat footed, just uh just straight up.
2: It. Bring it. Show it who's boss.
0: Crit fail. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep, that's a critical fail. Well shit. plinks it plinks, o- it plinks <laughs> off of like Nulara's armor. Like the back of her shield just gets an arrow and it clink. Oh. Sorry!
2: No, it's, it's
0: OK, mist. it's OK. <laughs> yeah, the mist makes it really hard to see. You thought it was a tentacle. And uh, that's going to be my turn OK. This thing is going to.
2: All its babies.
0: Uh, well, I can't do. I guess the first thing it's going to do is it's going to uh, just use a, a... Tentacle strike, another, so it's holding you in place with one tentacle, another tentacle lashes out to strike at you, Nulara. That's a 16, that fails.
2: Whoops.
0: <laughs> wow, good job. I think you just barely get your like shield up at the last second and like deflect the tentacle that like bounces off the mm-hmm. wall. Um, the one that is holding you, it will use its constrict ability, so I need you to make another fortitude saving throw, DC 21, fortitude saving throw.
2: 25.
0: Success.
2: Nice. Okay, so you're gonna take half damage again.
0: Half half of six, you take three bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then it's going to um, continue to use this third action to persist the grab effect on you. Okay. And that's it.
2: All right, so for my first action, I still have my trident, right? You
0: do, yeah. Okay. Also, just to clarify, because it has a 10 foot tentacle that's like at range, wrapped around you,
2: mm-hmm.
0: logically, you should you can attack the tentacle that's holding you because even though the body's 10 feet away, the tentacle has to be around you, right?
2: Yeah. So if
0: you want to target with a melee attack, you can target the tentacle that's wrapped around you and I'll allow that.
2: Or I'll just try and kill it.
0: Sure, you gotta uh, check the trident?
2: Yeah, with a power okay. attack.
0: Okay. Oh, power attack. Very cool.
2: Yeah. Um, One three. thing I
0: did notice, too. I don't know if the... Does the training give you, like, a ranged attack?
2: Yes, on your 20 mission? feet. 26.
0: Okay. And this this is chucking it, right?
2: Yes. Oh, okay. my the 20, 20
0: 26 is going to hit. Yeah, flat roll. Oh, that's... trike that's strikes cool. true. Roll the damage.
2: Okay. So, with a power attack, that will be... 21 points of piercing damage.
0: You hear a, like, loud squealing noise as, like, the tentacle, like, r- releases from around you, and this thing starts writhing around with a tentacle sticking right out of, of it. The mist starts, like, swirling around you, like, crazily, and when the mist clears, you can see nothing but, like, a dead corpse of, like, um, does it even leave a corpse behind? I guess it, it just leaves behind. You just see, like, a, a trident laying in, like, a small puddle of water that's kind of running down the hallway, and you guys have beat it. Good job.
1: Woo, well, Mukta. Now, my friends, I know you like to go in front so you can look around and pick the pockets of people who don't see you. But uh maybe you not uh being in front is—I uh, think this this happened a couple of times so far.
0: Yeah. You guys all, all get sixty experience. Hey. Very hey, good.
2: I'll just go ahead and grab my trident really quick. <coughs>
3: um. Maybe have a little bit as I spit up some blood.
1: We uh, wait a few minutes. I can uh, take a breather, and you can take a breather, and uh, perhaps I can use my uh, Leon hands on you, and uh, heal you a little bit, and Clovis can tend to your wounds, maybe?
3: I mean, okay. I, I'm wanna, sorry. I know we do want down here,
0: but... Uh, <laughs> maybe we do this back upstairs for a moment. <laughs> Right, that's what I was wondering. Like, you don't have to like. I mean, you can move your tokens if you want. It's just gonna break for everyone again. But we can just assume you go back upstairs to do it. That's mm-hmm.
4: fine. Also, I'm, I'm need to say my Hiller's kit is on my belt. By the way, it is. It's okay. not in my backpack, so
3: it's on me.
0: So and it's within,
3: yeah. and my thieves' tools also fit
0: in my bandolier with my daggers. I equipped. Yep. It. Okay. So yeah, so so. um Yeah, we can do this. Like you know, heal uh, the the layon between the land hands. Mukta's or sorry, Clovis is good. Berry plus like treat wounds. If you'd like to use that, we have lots of ways to heal you guys back up. So which way do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to do the treat wounds way? Do you guys want to do the 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 focus point way? It's really like a time sort of thing, right? I will. But I'm also wounded, so. That's true. So maybe treat wounds on Mukta to get rid of the thing.
4: Yeah, That'd be the only way to get rid of the, the wounded, right? Yes. Yep.
0: So I think that's what we need to do. So Clovis, why don't you give me the treat wounds? How is that for Nulara? Uh, the 12th? I was going down. to do on Mukta,
2: but if Nulara is still Oh, no, still no, no, healed... uh, p- uh, it's okay. Uh, I'm only eight points down.
0: Yeah, I can give her a good berry.
2: Yeah, give it to Mukta. Mukta needs it more
0: from so okay. that's so 12, 12 from, from Hal. And then Clovis, give me that treat. Give me the medicine check for your treat wounds. Okay. 22. 13, 22 is a success. I put it in chat. So it's going to be 2d8 hit points. So roll that or click that 2d8 link. And uh, you lose your wounded condition, Mushi. Or sorry, Mukta. <laughs> and you get nine hit points back. And if you want to treat him for a full hour, he gets 18 back. I mean, I'm only
3: uh, one point from being full, so <laughs> I okay, think okay, I'm all right. Nine. Actually, no, I'm that nine points bring me back to full. Math is hard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So. And then uh, I will give. Do you have something how I can give her, give her a good berry?
1: Okay. That sounds like a plan.
4: right, so I give her Goodberry, which is yep, 2d6 plus 4 now, right?
0: I think so. Everything got heightened. D6. Oh, wow. That's 10. So that's 10 10 points.
2: Awesome. Thank you. I'm back to full.
0: So just a little bit of time investment. Two rounds of focus refocusing and 10 minutes to treat wounds. Within like 20, 30 minutes of time, you guys have healed. Patch yourself back up to full. I
4: managed to refocus my focus point back too, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We are
3: good then.
4: How are
2: you feeling, uh, Mukta?
3: Uh, With the help of uh, our friends here, I'm right as rain. But uh, ow, that thing hurt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to say I saw it happen, but I didn't. He just (laughs) fell.
3: What the hell was that thing? That's you idea. know, I, just I have to keep up the tradition of us getting pwned immediately when we go to a new area. So, mm.
2: let me go <laughs> ahead, like, okay?
0: Crits are it's, no it's, joke no in the joke. system. Yeah, it's right. no like, joke of a place. When you said I'm down, I was like, really? That's intense. <laughs> yeah, because you have 33 max and you did 34, right? Yep. you just hit yet. my. Uh, you just hit my the crit. AC. Yeah, it was just the, the bare minimum. Yeah. Have we had an um, easy fight. I'll take some. I don't know. Depends on what you consider easy. Somebody I think at the end out. of this fight, as you guys recoup yourselves, pass yourselves back up, and start heading back down, you guys managed to defeat the Mist Stalker. Just a little bit of, of troubles. Like Mukta might just have a few tentacle burns on him. Uh, but otherwise, you've licked your wounds. And you've made your way back down into the library. I, I guess Borbo probably has been awake for this whole combat situation, right? Because he's hey, Borbo. <laughs> he's like tied to your thing, and he's just been screaming like the whole time as he goes flung around and about. But he definitely says now, like in that hour, like that past since that happened, he's definitely kind of like, I, I don't remember that being down there. This was a very nice, quiet library last time I was here. Mm. And then he kind of gives you the lay of the land. So he says like from that staircase, you went down. If you turn left and go east towards that doorway, that leads to the actual main library chambers where the, you know, the librarians would tend to the books and keep all the research material. And then if you go the other way towards the, uh, make a right and go west. That leads to a lot of the uh, reading rooms, and where guests could like be seated comfortably and have books brought to them, and sort of lounge and enjoy the the reading in a, in the more comfort. So the books are stored in the library to the east, but the reading rooms are to the west.
1: But uh, did you want to check out yeah. the reading room where you killed that thing? No. Okay.
4: I, I, it, uh, don't forget too. We uh, we want to grab books. I uh, want to uh, take five a gold look. for
2: each book. I mean, in the library, there's probably a bunch of
0: them. You step this way just to check how, and like, this doesn't look like an actual reading room. It's just, it almost just looks like a small three-way intersection. And like, Borbo just kind of said, this is where they would post guards to, you know, make sure that the reading, people that were reading were safe or whatever. But um, yeah, he says, if you go north... That will lead you back up to uh, Master's workshop, mm-hmm. where he would do some of his experiments and drill into things' heads. And then, if you go south of here, that's where he says it w- it'll lead you to the reading rooms.
1: So, do you want to go? Uh, okay, Mukta. Uh, maybe you not uh, go in the front. Maybe Nulara should go in the front. Uh, just tell me where you want me to put the lights, Nulara.
2: Should we head to the library? I think we. I mean, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh oh, okay. Can I check for traps? <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, give, give me a perception check. Make a make sure you make it a secret perception check as well.
2: I have no idea what I rolled.
0: Yep. So you give the door a once over this door actually, because a lot upstairs, right? You guys have seen a lot of doors in this place and they're always in like terrible disrepair, falling apart, barely being held together. Like, some of them you feel like you could just put a little muscle in it and it would collapse. This door looks very much more well-maintained than before, and it's not trapped. It's just a normal door.
2: I'm gonna open it. Borbo, this is where the... This is towards the library, you said?
0: Yeah, he says the library should just be on the other side of this door.
2: Everyone backed out. How dare (laughs) you, guys? (laughs) OK, then um, yeah, um, I'm going to defend. OK. OK, open the door.
0: Oh. OK, So here's what you see. The yep. door opens. There's there's dark. You have dark vision, so you can see like everywhere, right? So you can see the layout. But the main mm-hmm. thing is hundreds of stone shells are carved into the walls of this 15 foot wide hallway. While there are many gaps in the collection, there's a staggering number of books scrolls and folios crammed into their shelves signs hang above several doors off of this hall and to the south you can see um can you sorry i closed the door you can't really see it from here but if you stick your head in a little bit you can see to the south there's like this large curtain kind of drawn across the hallway with a bit of like a pale glow of blue light coming from under it and as you open the door and like the lights kind of stream into the room you uh, see like tending to these books um, like on one of these shelves is this blue robed humanoid creature. Like it it looks like a human. It's got large blue flowing robes and um, let me see. Yeah. And uh, you almost look at it and they're like literally just look like they're holding books and putting them on the shelf and as the door opens and the light streams in, the head turns just a little bit and Beneath the hood, you just see like a horrendous, undead, ghoulish face staring back at you. And it puts a finger to its mouth and its long tongue flickers out as it says, shh. And then drops the books in like a loud thing and does this kind of like screeching sort of noise. And you hear the echoes of more screeching coming from the north side of the room as these things are whipped into a frenzy. And I need you guys all to roll initiative. Close the door.
2: (laughs) Hold the door.
0: Yeah. Now
3: my default exploring activity is avoiding
0: notice. So what I have been okay. Absolutely. You're definitely definitely up
2: Mm -hmm.
0: by Laura had her shield up. Uh Hal is sustaining the lights, and Clovis is still like looking for any kind of clues and investigation. You guys haven't gotten too far, so you haven't noticed anything quite yet. So, (laughs) I like how this ghoul is, the conscientious ghoul. Oh, so close to being good. So, Clovis, you hear, you can't really see much what's going on, but you hear the high-pitched, like, guttural Mm scream sound of an undead creature telling you "Lara, to shush and you can t- tell like in that hallway they're starting to whip into a frenzy. There's multiple voices echoing. Uh, sh-
2: I think if we can funnel them in here, we stand a chance. among
4: Yeah, like, I think I will that. hold my action or delay it, sorry. You can delay your turn. Yep, finally get a good roll. Yeah, I, I'm not going to walk in there and have no clue what's going on yet, so couldn't move back. As yeah. not a
0: suggestion. True. Well, I'm delaying, right? So I can't do anything. Yeah, so you just let me know when you want to take your turn after someone else. Okay. All right, Nulara. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, so seeing the creature, could I, could Nulara figure out that the same type of damage against like those corpse, the corpse lights that we fought before would also apply to these?
0: If you want Creators? to make a recall knowledge check to see what you know, we can. Otherwise, you're gonna have to infer it yourself. Mm-hmm. What you think, based on the situation?
2: Uh, let's do a recall knowledge.
0: Okay, for this one, it's going to be a religion.
2: A religion, okay. And secret rules.
0: Unless you have some sort of undead lore, or graveyard lore, or something like that that might apply, you could do one of those.
2: I am a servant of Phorasma, would that count? <laughs>
0: Unless you have the actual lore skill, then okay. no, it'd just be a, a new religion check.
2: That's fair. I have mining.
0: Oh, like the way it works is you can do like a you can do a check based on like one of the four major like, Arcana, Nature, Religion, Occult, depending yeah. on the creature type. But if you have lore, like if you have undead lore or like maybe graveyard lore or, you know, some something sp- more specific, it makes it even easier for you. But yeah, with that check
2: i did another blind one. So.
0: yeah that's fine yeah i'll just take the first one you roll this is 17. so that is a success on this because they're pretty easy these are just these are known as like these are just ghouls um they do not they're they're not like animated bones they're not mindless creatures like the undeads and zombies you fought before these are like fully functional creatures with like full autonomy and stuff and they do not seem to have they do not seem to share the same weaknesses or resistances that zombies and skeletons would
2: okay, got it. And then to ready an action, I have to spend two actions, correct? That is correct. Okay, so I'm going to ready an attack when they get in my melee range.
0: Okay, you just get that weapon up and cock it back like you're ready to go.
2: Yes, sir. And you
0: got is it your trident? A
2: trident, yeah, perfect. Oh, and does that mean so my because I defended for my exploration activity, right? So does right, this
0: so it draws at the start of your turn, so your shield it. would be lowered.
2: That's okay. Okay.
0: That's the so. Answer. Yep. This conscientious ghoul steps forward and it's like kind of growling and it's it speaks at you, and um, it, it stops right here and it sees you like readying an attack, and it kind of stops right there and looks at you. And it speaks to you in, um, in Undercommon. I don't know if you speak Undercommon or not, but those of you who do speak Undercommon, which is-
2: Mm -hmm. Palin.
0: okay. They say, are you here to donate flesh for the canker? With its head kind of cocked sideways a bit. And it just stands there and waits. And then, I'll- I'll, will I be able to relay that message? Just you can relay it. Yeah, that's fine. And you see, like as as this is kind of happening, like are, like towards the north a bit, you start hearing more like footsteps coming down the hallway as more and more of these creatures seem to be kind of coming to see what's going on, and they're all seemingly saying saying the same thing, which is, are they here to donate flesh to the canker? And they're all, like, inquisitive, like, staring at you. And as it stares at you, Nilara even though you can't quite understand the words that they're saying, you can read the intent and the, the look of this creature as it's, like, licking its lips. And just, like, staring at you hungrily. And, uh, that's the I'm end of it. I'm pretty
2: gamey friend.
0: Gross. <laughs> Mukta.
3: I'll reply back in another comment. Oh, sorry, wrong door. We're here for the kobolds.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> Uh I will uh <laughs> Well, well I since mean... since Borbo's on you, Nulara, I'm just in, in your turn, I'm just gonna say as he sees this unfold, he's just like, I promise this isn't how I remember the librarians looking.
2: That's alright. A lot of things changed in two hundred years.
0: Okay. So now go ahead. And... Uh would I be able to do the same thing, hide behind Nulara? <laughs> uh yeah we're still in the same hallway yep. so you just Nolara's like taking up the whole like doorway so you just like use that to stay hidden sure all right that will be my first action i mean you started hidden right because you were doing the and the you were you're coming into this you were not avoiding notice so you're already taking the stealth action yeah i mean you know it. i am yeah. probably assuming that it sees me um
3: it does not
2: Huh. Oh, they're will, pretty dumb.
3: That's flat-footed. It is flat-footed. And I will uh, take a shot at it. I'm assuming okay. it has the same cover, so flat-footed,
0: but plus one cover. Yeah, that's right. So, first attack. Um, a 19 flat-footed, and the thing that I Hits? It hits, yeah. Ah, huh. wow. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, wait, this isn't supposed to hit. <laughs> All right, six points of damage to this thing is like, he's he's licking his lips, staring. The arrow flies over your shoulder and pierces it and it sinks it right into its flesh, and it just, like, looks down, cries in pain, and starts getting extra angry now. Uh, uh, third
3: action. or What are we doing? Are we holding here, or are we going back?
2: We have to get through them to get to the library are I mean, they a threat
3: but they're basically in the library but I mean are we going are we like pulling them back further oh. or we hold here in our positions
2: I thought they'd come in here but I guess they're waiting for us to come out uh, we'll We we get in good position yeah let's let's wait it out let's see what I we will
0: uh, hide for my third action <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
0: I mean, here's the thing, right? Technically, you didn't have to hide for your first action because you were already hidden because you started combat stealth because of your thing. So you, your first action was just to attack, Okay. and then you still got two actions. So if you want to hide, that's fine, but you still would have a third action as well if you'd like to do something. I will hide and then attack again. <laughs> okay. Make the stealth roll, and then make the uh, the attack with the penalty. Oh,
2: yep, so that's close do to it. natural 20.
0: I know okay, it's still enough to hide. And then your second attack will be at minus five, so that's a 22, even with the minus five, which flat-footed takes this thing to 14 and a 15. Not a crit, but it is a hit. All right. Ooh, that's pretty Nice. Good. So the second arrow lashes out, pierces into it. It's, it like kind of gets weak, it goes down to one knee. It's definitely beyond bloodied, but it stays up. Uh sorry, in the flesh here,
3: friend. I'll, I'll say another comment and it'll be my turn. Okay. All right, Hal.
1: Uh, I'm going to sustain uh, the lights. Okay. Uh, then I will do uh, lingering composition with Inspire Courage.
0: Okay, go ahead and make that performance check. DC is still 18.
1: I cannot play this Man. thing for sheesh.
0: You're <laughs> not having good luck in your performance tonight.
4: Just keep practicing. Practice makes Yeah, sure. it's
2: a it's a Alarmony. new instrument. You're good, Hal. Oh, You're okay, alright.
0: I would like to use it. Hey, it's still last one round. It doesn't consume a focus point. Oh, do you want to? Yes. Okay, let's use it. Come on, I believe in you. That's a Woo! success. So the composition lasts three rounds, and that was. You still got one more action, right? Is that right, Hal? One more action. Yes.
1: Uh, sustain, one more action. Uh, I think I'll cast uh,
4: shield.
0: Okay. Yep, shield. Shield goes up, just in case. All right, top of the round, Clovis. All right. It seemed like I these am. things were satiated and curious at first, asking questions, and then when you responded with arrows in his chest, it's it's gotten an answer it was asking for, so they're guys. definitely turning a bit <laughs> hostile here.
4: All right, I am uh, gonna cast Ray of Frost. Almost a
0: natural nice. 20. What uh, is it? Nine, Nine points of cold damage, lashes out, slams into this thing and kills it.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Neat. It drops dead. All right, and my
4: last action, I am going to step into the hallway. Okay, so you just step
0: back into the hallway? Yep. Okay, new Lara.
2: Okay, uh first action I'm gonna raise my shield. Okay. And then man. let's see here. It's a little weird. Okay. Um I'm gonna peek out. Mm-hmm. Oh man.
0: Just gonna peek out a little bit and I'll let you just like lean your head forward. You can see there's like three of these three more of these oh. librarian <gasps> creatures that ha. look really angry.
2: Okay. Should I wait for them here or
0: Yeah,
4: see if you can't see if you can't draw them into the hallway.
2: Yeah. you Let them. Give they them in the hallway.
1: And then move back by Mukta.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm gonna yell out. Well they don't understand me, never mind. But I'm gonna try and do intimidating glare in for one of them. This dude right yeah. here. Okay.
0: Yeah, go for it. It doesn't need to understand you because you got that feet.
2: Mm-hmm. Intimidation,
0: And this is against its
2: willpower, uh, a yeah, 17. you frighten it. Okay, awesome. I right. so guess so the nice. frightened one. Condition. Yes, for a r- round, I believe, yeah. Was it an action for me to, like, step out and look at them? No, or I'll just allow think... you
0: to, like, peek your head around the corner. It's okay. hard because they're doing like five-foot squares, but I assume you're positioned in the door enough that you can see out. That's fine.
2: Yeah. Okay, so I'm just I still have my third action my shield is raised. So I'm just gonna step in and wait for them here Okay That's my turn
0: Okay So they have let's see 30 feet movement So this one here Uses one action to rush at you This is the lighthearted ghoul, um and it, it's got like such anger like in, and it's like drooling and it smells terrible and one action to, to stride there the second action is going to be to try to bite you with his jaws so let's see if it works that a 14 which misses yes sir I'm assuming right yes and then um with its third action it um is going to step down a bit out of your way he's a step to step down because okay. as he strikes you and then like looks like he's gonna come in for another strike and steps to the side the second one steps up here and this is the one that has the frightened condition mm-hmm. and he looks you can tell like in his eyes he's a little scared of you i don't think frighten just gives him like minus to stuff right it doesn't prevent him yeah. getting closer okay yeah so he does he as as this third the second one Moves out of the way. He uses that to pounce, and he's going to attack you with his strike. Right?
2: Oh, this looks Twenty-three. To that, 20. uh, that hits.
0: Okay. So.
2: Blocking this one hits. my Wait, shield. Wait, let me see.
0: Um. I think he should have a minus one on this, right? Because of the frightened condition. What does frightened uh, give you?
2: Minus one.
0: Either way, it hits, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's going to deal.
2: Um uh, blocking it with my shield. Okay. Yep, so seven piercing two.
0: damage. Mm-hmm. So two gets through. I need you to and make And he gets a...
2: pushed back.
0: Oh, you're going to, like, get the shield, like, get off of him? Yeah,
2: me. because of okay. um, aggressive block.
0: Okay, so aggressive block push... It's either he gets flat-footed or he can be pushed back.
2: Yeah, right it's right up again. to you. Yeah,
0: it's up okay. to you. He'll take... You try to push him back. He'll take the push back, like, off you. You shove him off, and then you feel, like, where he bit you, you feel, mm-hmm. like a bit of pain, so I need you to do two things. First of all, I need you to make a fortitude saving throw. Okay. Oh my god, I'm
2: gonna turn into a vampire. (laughs) 13.
0: Okay, so you you push him back, and then you feel like where he bit you, your muscles start going really rigid, and then you are now um, paralyzed. What? So at the end of each of your turns, you can try to break the paralysis. Okay, with
2: a fortitude, right?
0: Yes. Uh, around or is it paralyzed there it is okay so you're now paralyzed um also can you make another fortitude saving throw for me Mm-hmm. for no apparent reason oh okay <laughs> yeah no reason okay the second one you critically succeed so you're good you could feel oh, whatever
2: like, that was. whatever that
0: was you succeeded so good enough something not good uh-huh Um, and then, so he'll stay there, because he doesn't, he's not going to come back in. Um, but as, as you become paralyzed, um, this other one has his movement, so he can move 30 feet in here, and you're paralyzed, which is making him happy, so he is going to attack you with his jaws. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's your current, when you're paralyzed? Hits. Yeah, it's just enough to hit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're gonna take
2: double paralyze.
0: No, 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 five more piercing damage. Okay, and another 42 saving throw. And then, since he has nothing else with the second attack, he's going to try to claw at you. Let me target you so I calculate calculates this, right? Okay, uh, 15. 15. That's just what you
2: needed. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: all right. And with his claw attack, even paralyzed, even though you're paralyzed, move slowly, you uh, critically misses with his third attack or second attack is third action, and that's the end of the ghouls' turns. Huh. Guess what I'm going to do?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, go. <laughs> hide behind.
3: Knock the fuck out.
0: And the other thing that I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kill him. Kill him. Uh, hide uh, hide behind. T- hide behind the statue that is new, Lara, yeah.
2: This is perfect. I have my shield up, so yeah. I'm and covering which one the one is mo-
0: Which one is more damaged? I don't think any of them are damaged. Oh.
2: Yeah, not yet. Know.
0: Then uh, I will attack. Yeah. Sure. The
3: first one, obviously. Uh. Oh, oh, that's a critical miss.
0: Oh, oh
4: that that's pretty good. Glass breaks and everything. hmm
3: That's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, and I already used my hero point. Um,
0: Quick, someone spend a thousand mm. channel point. <laughs>
3: Uh, I guess hide again. Okay, go ahead. So that way I
0: get two attacks next round, possibly.
2: You get a hero point, Richard.
0: Oh, Nina did just so Nina in chat has redeemed a 1,000 channel points to give Mukta a hero point and allow him to reroll this attack. Whoa, Um, I will use it.
2: Yes, go for it, you got this. I believe in you, cause I'm gonna die here. Come on, it's all
0: gonna be right. twenty right now. Come on. Ooh. It's not Ooh. an twenty, but it is a critical hit. Yes. Ooh, nice.
2: Good shit, good shit. I'll
0: take that. Alright. Sixteen minus two plus. Wow, nine. and I roll one and a two on my That's damage. Alright. So That's
2: 15. good damage. That's good damage.
0: It's a good. lot of damage. It hurt it. It did not kill it, but it hurt it quite a bit. Uh third the action
3: I will why not go for broke shoot again. Oh, okay. Great.
0: All right. That's a hit? Oh nice. wait, yeah, it's a miss. Oh. I'm sorry. Because the you got a plus 1 with the cover from Nulara, it's a miss. All right.
2: Even to no. inspire courage?
0: Yeah, so, so that, that hit. So that would have been 17 then, Dan. Nice. nice. I mean, it was 50, 17 50, earlier. Uh, 16, Sixteen
2: damage.
0: Damaged, yeah. Sixteen damage earlier. I got it. So one more damage. It's still up. Ooh! But this one hits. Wait, and then this one hits. Three damage. Yes. It has one hit point. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's low barely, on. Barely barely up. Time for all a right. splash. All right, Hal.
3: It's all up to you now, buddy. Yep, Hal. All right,
1: Uh, I will use sustain on the lights and then I will cast
0: electric arc. So, up to two targets, they make reflex saves. Yep,
2: there's one that's feared, too, by the way. So, he's minus one on
0: a couple. Yeah, so So it would have gone away at the end of his turn, though, right?
2: Uh, you said it lasts
0: until the end of his turn.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Let me make sure.
0: So, first one, the one that's like really hurt, makes a reflex save and fails so it takes the full damage and you want to do the one right behind it yes yes okay and that one will also do a reflex save oh
2: steve it's at the end of my turn
0: at the end of your turn okay so he yeah, would so he, even still has it. he does still have it awesome that makes more sense that it would be till the end of your turn okay so the one in the front takes the uh, nine damage and dies And the one in the back takes the nine damage. Doesn't die, but, like, gets zapped quite a bit.
1: That, uh, that does everything. Clovis kills him.
0: So Electric arc can sustain the lights. Is that what it was? That is correct. Yep. Perfect. All right. Top of the round. Clovis.
4: Okay. So I'm going to step back into the hallway. Okay. And... I will shoot my acid splash at...
0: This guy. Okay. 26. Ooh. 26. Because he's feared, it's actually a critical hit. Because the nice. AC goes down by one.
2: And with yeah. the cover, so, yeah. Okay, so I'm reading. Sorry, guys. So I'm reading the conditions um, on uh-huh. the. Uh, it says the frightened condition always includes a value. Unless specified yeah. otherwise at the end of each of your turns. So I don't know if it's the turn of the person affected Ooh, yeah. or the person.
0: For now, I'm, I'm rolling. It's it's still feared until the end of your turn, so that's okay. fine. But we'll figure okay. out the exact ruling later. So yeah, go okay. ahead and roll the damage on that Clovis. That's Let's go,
2: Clovis. Hit.
0: Okay, so he's gonna take the full damage from acid splash, which is six, and then he's got persistent damage now. Persistent one acid damage, right?
1: Damage for uh, Inspire Courage on mine and Clovis's. That's oh,
0: that's right. Game. Plus one, one more damage. Extra. For both the years, yeah, you're right. Okay, so that means, uh, so two damage. So he's he's still up, but he's down really low. And he's he's currently burning with acid. And that was yeah. all three of your actions, right? That's all three of my actions, so. All right, Nulara, you are currently paralyzed as this, like, the, the bite mark is just spreading over your body.
2: I'm gonna go yeah. and bite uh, this the, thing. So a fortitude save, right?
0: Yeah, at the end of your turn, you can do a new save. Okay. So the DC's still 15 to break out of it. Yep, you shrug what off the effects, you're no longer paralyzed.
2: Then I'm gonna look at it and say, mm. And <laughs> that's, that's the end of my turn, right?
0: That is the end of the turn, yeah, because you spent the whole turn doing that, so. Mm-hmm. This one here that like, is like burning with acid, <laughs> like looks up at you and you can see now under the robe, he like reaches down for something and he pulls it up and you can see he's got a necklace that just has a lump of like rotting flesh on it. And he like basically takes the, the chunk of neck flesh off the necklace and shoves it in his mouth and begins eating it. Ew. So he's gonna use the, uh, the uh, consume flesh ability to recover 1d6 hit points. Wow. So he gets Damn. five back and then, for his second and third action, he's going to try to like rub the poison out of his eyes and his face with the DC 15, right? Flat check to see if he can end the uh, persistent damage effect, which he cannot. And at the end of his turn, he takes one persistent damage from the acid burning him. And then this one pops out from around the corner, Mm Lara. But actually what he does, he like comes around and you watch as he like tries to do like a tumble through to get past you at everyone behind you. So he's gotta make an acrobatics check against your reflex. Is that right for tumble through? I know you use it a lot, Mukta. I've actually only used it once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well you're really an acrobat, ass.
0: so it's built into your yeah. <laughs> let me see. Uh, so it's called tumble through, right? Is that what it's called? You, you stride up to your speed. During this movement, you can
3: try to move through the space of one enemy. Attempt an acrobatic check against the enemy's reflex DC. Okay. As soon as you try to enter its space, you can tumble through using climb, fly, or swim.
0: What's your reflex, Snular?
2: Um, and then refl- you treat it
0: as difficult 18. terrain. So it rolled a 19 versus your 18, which is just enough.
2: I but, but I have attack of opportunity.
0: You do. So I think as he tumbles through you, he does leave himself open to an attack of opportunity if you'd like to take it.
2: Yes, please. So with my trident...
0: Plus, as he tumbles through you, he ends up... I guess it would be right as he tumbles through you, but... uh,
2: Yeah, it's a, I missed.
0: Yes, you do. Well... It's okay. You do, yeah, you do. So he tumbles through you, you miss, and then Mukta, he's like right up on you, and um, with his second action, he's going to do a job strike on to Mukta. Uh, that's a 28.
2: Not a crit.
0: It's not a crit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good. So you take from this jaw strike, four points of piercing damage. Okay. And I need you to make two fortitude saving throws. Two fortitude saving throws. The first one will be for the paralysis.
2: Yes, nice. Shrug
0: it off, you do not get paralyzed. You feel the same effect and your muscles start to tense up, but you like flex it out. All right, and then the second one for the unknown effect. Success. You shrug them both off. Good job. Um, and then with its third action, it'll take the, the penalized um, attack against you. Uh, Twenty one. Just hits. Okay. So you take um, four points of slashing damage as it slashes into you, and then you need to make another Fortitude saving throw. Oh, Jesus. So this time, you, you as the the claws rake across you. You feel the muscles tense and it starts spreading from the wound and you are now paralyzed. Perfect, just before my turn. Just ah. before your turn, yeah. Uh, paralyzed, okay. And that's um, all of their turns. Uh, Mukta, you are paralyzed during your turn. So if you could make a uh, fortune at the end of your turn to shrug it off, unless there's some other way to shrug it off, then I'm not sure, but yeah, you shrug it off, so it only lasts a few seconds, but enough to cost you your turn. Wonderful. No. No longer paralyzed. Uh, how? Okay.
1: Um, I'll sustain still. Um, and I guess I'll uh, hit it with an electric arc. Okay. Yeah.
0: 19 reflex. Oh, that's right. So reflex for this guy, that's a fail. Reflex for this guy Ooh. is a critical fail. So full damage to one and double damage to the other. So seven damage to actually eight damage to this guy, right? Because of your ability. Mm -hmm. And the one in the back is going to take 16 damage, which is enough to fry the one in the back. The one that was still like acid in its eyes that was chewing on rotten flesh is zapped and he like convulses and he falls over roasted. And he is now out of the fight, leaving just one. That's my turn. Okay, Clovis. Okay, I'm going to shoot
4: my acid on this guy here. Okay. So four plus one,
0: right? Yep. Yep. Okay. It looks bloody.
4: I will step back into the hallway, and that'll be my
0: Okay. How? Nope. New Lara. Wait.
2: Pissed off. Yeah, New Lara. Because they've been paralyzing me. I'm gonna hit it with a power attack using my trident. It, titan. Is, it is flat-footed. Footed. Yeah. Yep.
0: Because we are flanking. Doesn't happen very often, but 23 uh, 23 is a hit. Okay.
2: Power attack. I'm I'm
0: pretty sure it's gone. 19. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, so describe what it looks like when you finish off this creature.
2: I am just going to pierce it like a fork piercing a hot dog, and then (laughs) swing it over my head until it plops down behind me. I'm just so frustrated about what they did.
0: So no problem. You guys defeat the ghoul librarians of some sort. And so you catch your breath and you turn your trident and your look just to see if maybe something else is coming out of the shadows. But again, it feels eerily quiet down here. Definitely some noise from the south, like behind those curtains, but it doesn't appear that whatever you've done has at least drawn enough attention for anyone to come looking.
2: Where was the sound coming from?
0: If you look south, there's like these curtains down oh, here.
2: Oh, I see, I see.
0: So there's these curtains that are pulled across this hallway, and then there's a bit of blue light streaming in from underneath.
2: Mm, is that where the library is, uh, Orbo?
0: He he, like looks around and he says, "No, th- this this is the library." And you look up and you can see, the floor to ceiling on every wall in this hallway is like shelves and shelves filled with books and scrolls and stuff. Like you're oh. in the library right now.
2: Wow, Orleben would love this.
0: Picking over, like, the bodies of these things, other than the robes, the only thing they have possibly of interest are, um, the three that didn't eat them all have a necklace with a chunk of flesh still attached to it. The other one ate the flesh already.
2: Does anyone want a piece of flesh that you can eat?
0: Ah, uh, I know, you know, you have your appetites, Nalara, but, um,
2: you can keep- <laughs> No, thank you. Um...
0: But yeah, um, looking looking at the books, right? This is exactly like what more of the event was talking about. Like you guys know somewhere in one of your packs, you have a long printout list of all the books he's looking for. And you are now looking at like the shelves and long rows of this library. And if you want to take some time, you can sit here and peruse all these titles to see if you can find the ones that match. Um, Also, now that you have a chance to, like, step in without, like, worrying about things attacking you right away, you can see now these signs that are posted all over the room are written in Undercommon. So that means, like, Hal and Mukta could make sense of them. Um, So there's a sign kind of near these curtains that basically says Reading Room in Undercommon. And then each of these doors, they all have their own little sign, like, posted over them. So, like, this one right here next to Mushi... That one reads uh, repair storage. The one right here next to Mukta reads uh, safety. Is
2: there anything about like the lenses or Velcora? Like see, Maybe it's private one, reading.
0: The one here just reads uh, workroom. Um, so the, if you like cruise around, you see like repair storage, workroom, reading room, safety, personal quarters, scrivener's office. And then um, there's the only one that seems promising as a lead that you can see from right here is way up here on the north side. There's this door here and the sign here reads Belcora's office.
2: I don't understand what this is.
1: Right. Well, I mean, perhaps we should check the uh, repair room first over here uh, and take a look and maybe we find some books in here. Let me see.
0: Yeah. So you open that door. It opens fine. Shelves on the wall here contain iron sorting racks, jars in all manner of bookbinding tools.
1: Uh, Mukta, is there anything in here as you want? And not interested?
0: Uh,
3: I'm not really interested in making books, but, I mean, give them, you know, besides anything else you can say about these people, they're surprisingly well organized.
2: <laughs> Quite nice yeah, to have to label, so label everything.
1: <laughs> okay, I was just wondering, maybe there is something in here that could help you... Uh, fix things like you did with that uh, ballista upstairs.
3: But- do any of the tools look like they
0: might help in crafting anything other than books? Alright, so you step in and, and like look around. Um, it looks like all of the materials here are definitely based around a keep of books, but you do find folded away like in an like old book, like something that was supposed to be bound, but never got around to it. There's two scrolls just sitting on a, on a on a the top of the bookbinding shelf.
3: Ooh. Um, no tools I can really use, but here. I think you might find these interesting.
0: So, Hal, while everyone's, like, picking through these rooms and looking for, like, these sort of treasures, what is what is Hal and Clovis doing? Like, Nulara and Mukdev kind of gone through a couple of rooms. Detect magic. What would you guys like to be doing? Detect magic. Uh, I mean, you're definitely picking up some pings of magic, and your, your people are finding magical items, so it makes sense, but you are definitely getting pings of magic as you move around you as you move to the north side of the room you lose a bit of that sense of like detect magic. So it seems like whatever magicalness is here seems to be coming from the south end of the room mm-hmm. and the closer you get to the curtain for sure.
1: There is some magic down that way past the curtain. Uh what's in this door? Oh it's locked. Mukta opens this door.
0: Hey Clovis what were you doing? You're, sta- uh, you're like so, right now. It looks like you're just staring at all the books on the shelf, like you know. yeah. Office. I'm gonna investigate. let see. I'm I'm looking for any any. uh,
4: right. your cross in... doors, but oh, okay. I also okay. want to be looking for the books um, if we're in the
0: library. The list of books that were well, you can pick one or the other. You can either be using okay. Your I'm looking time for the, book. look f- okay. Look so for the books. Okay. So give me a give me a perception check. Hello. Okay. So there's a there's lot of books in, my in eye here. God damn it! No, no. I mean it, the the main issue is not so much something in your eye, but like there are like probably hundreds upon hundreds of books in here and like cross-refer- cross-referencing cross the ones that Morley bents interested in with all the books that are on the shelf is you're not coming up. There's not a single match on your list that you're finding as you spend a bit of time searching around, but you've only covered a small section of the whole room. So there could be yeah. more. Yeah. I'll keep looking. Okay. So yeah. So I'm how you find it. like there is a locked door over here.
1: Uh, I can't open that. I I could try to sing it open, but I don't think it's going to work.
0: Which door was that Hal right here?
3: yes is
1: that one
0: i will give it the once over yep give me a perception well yeah it, it definitely does not appear to be trapped your passive your active perception nothing has triggered any sort of trap just a very simple lock i will uh well yeah yeah go ahead and roll the pick technically this is the kind of lock that takes three successes to open but we're not like in the midst of combat and so go ahead and uh All check right. the lock and I think as as you're doing the picking of it, yeah, it, it gives you a bit of a struggle. So you're struggling for a little bit pick pick. It's not giving, but on the other side of the room, you hear almost like a low moaning sound just temporarily with that, especially with that twenty eight perception, that causes you to stop working for a second. And then just as you hear that noise in the other end, you click it and it unlocks at your touch. Click. So now it's successfully unlocked, but you swear you heard a, a low moaning noise on the other side. From the north? In the door that you're unlocking. And There's it clicks a lot open. Of-
3: um, I've unlocked the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's something on the other side of the door.
2: Okay, I got you.
3: I'm going to uh, quietly open the door and step, as I'm opening it, going to step here for Nulara.
0: Okay. So you open uh, the door. Avoid Shield going. up.
2: Shield go up. <laughs> yep, go and
0: open it. Oh, so, what is So this? Yeah. So three work tables line the walls of this room with a single stool near one of the tables. A skeleton wearing a light blue librarian's robe sits in a heap beside the stool. And over here, like hovering like over the, the, the workbench table, you see like very obviously a ghostly spirit. There's no legs. It's just this weird ball of energy that looks humanoid in shape that seems to be going through the motions of like, you know, like working at the table. And then as the door kind of opens and the light streams in, she, like, she turns and you see this womanly, ghostly face look at you and speak in an in undercommon. What do you want?
2: I don't understand. Somehow, Mukta?
0: I, from, I hear this
3: uh, from the other side of the door. Not poking my head around, I said, we seem to have lost our library card. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She she definitely like well make a, I guess a deception or a diplomacy check. I mean I'll let you decide what how you want to make that roll. I think there are equally as shitty. <laughs> sure.
2: I have my shield raised by the way, Steve. And oh, I'll, I'll definitely have...
0: do yeah. deception. Yeah, you, you get. Okay, do the deception.
2: And then so. my trident on one hand.
0: Yeah, you you definitely are in an aggressive stance in this situation yeah yeah so with a 19 that's not bad what's her what's her will save not enough to beat her will save or it actually be, if the it's, if it's deception is her perception which is not enough to be the perception, so she definitely doesn't like buy it right it's a silly thing she like there's just like fear anger um and she doesn't she doesn't like immediately attack but you can see like the clothes that she's wearing start floating out her like blue kind of pale glow becomes like a pinkish red, and she, her eyes like narrow as she looks very angrily at you, and I'll says, look. "The books are not for trespassers."
2: Al, a Borbo, Borbo! I showed the doll.
0: <laughs> yeah, but when you pull the doll, like right, you, you like the doll can see, and he's like, "That's her. That's Jarrell."
2: Oh, who? it's Jarrell. That's okay. the book lady.
0: That's jor father of Kal-el. Well, she she, she <laughs> looks she looks a little paler than she used to, but I definitely recognize that face. Oh, get up, uh, are
2: Her her name's Jor-el. Around detecting
0: magic. Yeah, he call however. Um, uh, hello. Or singing Jor-el to her you stick your head like yeah. looking over yeah. new Lara and you can see this like angry ghostly librarian type spirit like the ghostly image is wearing the the robes the similar blue robes that you saw on all these mm. ghouls and similar to the decaying robes on the skeletal body on the floor but they look pristine here floating on this ghostly image. And she looks very angry and irate, and probably on the verge of becoming hostile.
1: Uh, well, we don't mean to interrupt you and in your work. Perhaps we just close the door and we uh, leave the library once we're done, and uh, we go about our business. You go about your business. What say? You? What say you? Does that sound like a, a good idea? Hmm. Good idea.
0: I mean, you offer—you basically offer this this deal, right? And she's just kind of like, ugh, But she like raises her hand and just points it at you, like basically telling you, "Yeah, close the door and get out." And like as as you kind of like—I oh, mean, assuming—do you guys close the door?
1: Uh, Nulara closes the door.
0: Okay. As you close the door, like Nulara, like there's a moment of like there's like a pang in your heart, this feeling that you carry with you all the time, and. There's a little hesitation on your part to close this door and seal this spirit to this fate, but you you still like you know you you have that hesitation. There's that conscience that weighs on you all the time that seems to disapprove of this action you're taking.
2: So I have the door halfway um closed, and then I look at Hal and I say, I can't, Hal. Wait,
3: close the door and let me drink a healing potion first. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel that,
3: and we can reopen it.
2: <laughs> uh, I set down. No, I like sheath back my trident or I put it in my back. Okay. And then I open the door.
0: Okay. What do you guys do as you watch Nulara like put her weapon away and then reopen the door? I'm going to uh, hide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. So Nulara, you open the door.
2: Uh, how can like you it, translate it, it, for me while I talk?
1: Uh, certainly. Uh, what would you like to yeah, say? You can
2: stay, you, you can stay outside.
1: Um, you can count on that.
2: <laughs> it's so Hi, funny every I'm time I Uh, right. jor m- my name is Nolara. Um, I'm compulsed by my deity to ask how you are.
0: Like, hearing her name, like, instantly, like, kind of, like, puts her at ease a little bit. And as you talk to her, you can see like the, the pinkish reddish glow kind of fade to a slightly more paler blue. And then she stops and like kind of just is kind of talking at you more than to you. And she's just like so much work to be done. And she turns to like the, the book bindings and just begins again going through the motions of like binding books on this table. And you can see like everything she's doing, she's touching, she's reaching out for all these tools. She doesn't actually grasp any of them. Mm-hmm. She's just passed through it. And she's like miming this activity of binding the books.
2: Jarrell, can you understand? Can you understand Common?
0: Yes, ah. I am not an idiot. I've read lots of languages.
2: I believe that you have. Do you know what year we're in?
0: No, too busy. And she's like half, like she's not even like really talking at you, right? She's doing this thing. She's like looking over her shoulder, and you step in, and you can almost watch as she tenses up a bit as you step into her space. Have but like you as you're see- watching her, you can see she's obviously drawn to these equipment and the tools here.
2: Are you preparing them for Master Volok?
0: Yes. Hmm. So many translations for Volok and the mistress. And yeah. she floats. She looks like she's going to float right at you. And like, there's a moment where your heart skips a beat. And she floats down to this table down here and starts working with like a different set of tools.
2: Is there anything important in this room that I can glean since I'm inside? Like, make any
0: a, leads. Make an investigation, Jim. Uh
2: Perception.
0: So, uh, is everyone else like in the group just like watching this from the hallway with like wide eyes? Like, what the yes. hell is she doing? Mm-hmm. Listening. Well, yep. now that the. Ghost went down there, too. I can see the ghost. I'm
4: like, hold on my breath for a minute.
0: Yeah. So the only thing that really stands out in this room, other than obviously all of her tools and stuff spread out on these tables that she's, you know, compulsively drawn to working with, it's very obvious that the body on the floor is her body, right? She died here in this space for something. And you can see, like, as you look, there's like a small jar, like almost like a vial of something like that's like under her body. That's hard to see from here, but if you were to step a little closer, you might be able to get, you know, a closer look at it.
2: I'll step closer. Okay.
0: She seems to ignore you. Okay, good. But she's constantly watching you. You reach down and pull up a vial, and it has, like, a label on it that's written, again, in Undercommon.
2: I throw it to Mukta without her looking.
0: Okay. So you toss it to Mukta Mukta. You get the vial, and you take a look at it. And in Undercommon, you can read one word printed on this this label because again they're very organized here and it says arsenic oh
2: oh, she killed herself uh
0: this says arsenic and then i pocketed it (laughs) (laughs) it's empty it's it's like definitely empty it's actually a little bit bigger than a vial it's almost like a small jar worth and whether whether she drank it all or whether it's evaporated over all the years that it's been or spilled it's definitely nothing in it yet anymore except for it's a good container to hold stuff in I still pocket it. <laughs> yeah, you still pocket it.
2: Can I Definitely slowly not. try to get her attention and then like eventually have her look down at her own body?
0: Make or is it, she She's still like indifferent to you. Um you'd have to in order to get her to do something quite like that, uh well if you want you're trying to get her to look at her body.
2: No, I want her oh, to see yeah. her body.
0: I mean She's, like, just a second ago, she floated right over the top of it, you know? She doesn't seem—you get her attention, you make her, like, kind of, like, see the body or whatever, and uh, her eyes, like, linger for, like, a second, and then she just kind of goes back. She floats, like, through you and over her body over to this work table and starts working over here, just right through you, and you feel the coldness press through you. Why don't you give me a religion check, Mulara?
2: While doing that, I'll say, Jarrell, you're not meant to be here. You've been Horrible. living in an echo. Oh, what the heck? Wow. Where were you? <laughs>
0: nice. Very nice. So you don't even know necessarily why you know this, whether it's something deep within you, something else that's carrying with you. But the room, you, you just feel like you suddenly know the answer in your heart as to what's going on here. And you see the shifting shadows in the corner that, often accompany you on some of these epiphanies that you have. And in that moment, you realize that this body will never fully be at rest as long as the spirit is tempted by the tools, whatever it is, this spirit is linked to these tools, these workshop, this table. And so long as they, as they, they exist in this place, her spirit will never be at rest. But if you were to, for instance, remove all these tools to disconnect the body from the temptation of the tools, it would be enough to allow that spirit to reach its peaceful conclusion and move on nonviolently.
2: violently I'm thinking of, like, grabbing the wand of quenching and then <laughs> just spraying everything. Yeah. Okay, so... Um,
0: I mean, you she, feel like the spirit is tied, you know, haunts usually tied to very important locations, and yeah. this location this is very important. This is where her body died. So her spirit is anchored to this room now. And so long as these tools are present in the room, it'll never be at rest. So all you really need to do is you're, you you got to crit, right? So all you got to do is remove the workshop, all the tools from the room, so she doesn't have anything to distract herself anymore.
2: I just that don't want her enough. to turn pink again and attack me from behind, but it's okay. It's for my lady. Okay, so I'm going to grab the tools and then literally just toss them out of the room.
0: Okay, so let's, let's review what the tools are. So it's like... I don't really give like like an idea, but it's definitely all kinds of like book binding stuff, like book repairs, ways to repair binding books. So it's like leather straps and like there's just like clanking noises. You start tossing stuff out like clank. You guys just watch as cartoonishly new is like throwing all of these like tools like she does. Like um, the spirit has less and less to kind of go to each time until like she's working on this last tool that's left in the room. And then you like reach up, Nulara, and like pick it up from her. And she turns and looks at you right through you, sort of like angrily. And the you toss that like last tool like out of the room. And then she stops and she looks around. And she's going through the act of miming this repair. And there's like nothing here to work. And then she stops and she looks at you, Nulara. And she says, And her eyes close and the spirit like evaporates and she's gone. And because this is, like, a sort of XP award for putting oh. her spirit to rest, you get the combat, you get the experience as if you had defeated her in combat. Whoa! So you guys all get um, 80 experience for putting her spirit to rest. And not bad. Uh, all right, 80 experience. So that what are we at, 240, guys? Is that right? Yep. 250. 250. 50. So now there's, like, a right outside this room, there's this pile of, like... <laughs> book repair workshop that's just been thrown like into the hallway a bit but uh yeah the spirit relaxes so nilara like you've f- you feel in the moment where she passes over into the afterlife your heart like fills with a warmth that spreads from like your chest out to all of your fingers your toes and you just feel almost like a warm hug an embrace from something that's not physical on your soul and then what do you guys, like, How looks like how like, looks around the corner and steps into the room at that moment. Uh, what do you say, Hal?
1: Uh, I'm going to, uh, see if there's any magic in here, and I will cast Detect Magic.
0: Okay. There is magic,
1: as a matter of fact. Hmm, uh, Nulara, uh, you may have forgotten one tool. There's something in here magical. Uh, maybe look in some of the drawers. Okay.
0: I mean, you've gone through all the drawers, all the things. The only thing you haven't turned over in this room at this point is her body. Oh. Um, I turn it over.
2: Okay. Is it? Oh.
0: It <laughs> moves back out. Uh,
2: I respectfully turn it over. Okay.
0: Yeah, so you kind of go through the pockets a little bit. In one pocket, she has a golden paperweight that looks to be pretty valuable, and also a weird sort of eyepiece.
2: <gasps> a lens?
0: Possibly. No. It seems pretty like the lenses, the, the the sort of like fulcrum lens holder that you saw in the lighthouse were pretty big. They were like, you know, four or five, six inches across for the lens. This thing is like an inch across. This is more like a monocle size lens. But it is a lens nonetheless. So I'm gonna add I'm gonna add these to the trade character. So this is called a crafter's eyepiece. It's you can wear it to give you a plus one to crafting checks and allow you to repair things better. You get you repair things with four more hit points when you use it. Oh, nice. um and then I'll also add the treasure which is see is this another door that I see
2: Oh yeah there's right. another oh, door
0: and there is or another door, door that leads south in here So if you want to check that door you can yeah you search it you give it a once over no traps unlocked unlocked Yep
3: I'll uh take out my thief tools give it a quick uh just jiggle Ah, this one's unlocked all for you, Nalara.
0: Yep.
2: Thank you. So
0: you pop it open, and it looks like a small bedroom. So a small cramped bed is wedged awkwardly into this room, and the walls are lined with sagging bookshelves. So this room is much smaller than the library out there, but it seems crammed with books.
2: Anything from my list?
0: I'll check as well. Yeah, if you guys want... You guys can do, uh, give me a perception check as you check for books. And Clovis, while this is going on, I assume you continued your search for more books off Morley list, right? Yeah. So go ahead and give me another perception check. And then how oh. do you want to join in looking for books out here? Or what are you doing with your... I uh, will, you uh, Lights up, I know. Let
1: I me mean, know that it's tech magic. I'll, uh, I'll help Clovis in areas that he hasn't okay. looked in. So.
0: Perfect. Give me, give me that uh, perception check.
1: Clovis, give me some of the names on the list. And he uh, calls out... Uh, yeah. It's reception, but not an initiative.
0: Right. So, you know... If, so, Clo- like, Clovis and... Sorry, Mukta and Ulara toss this room. They definitely seem like a much more obscure book. Like, this is definitely the librarian's personal collection. But given like the 15 minutes and the cross-referencing and trying to like match the titles in common to the titles in here that are in all these different languages, you guys do not find any books in here that seem to match the list. Uh, Hal, you also do not find any books that match the list with your sort of calling back and forth. But this, with this searched round, you do find like one bulk worth of books that match what Morley Bent was looking for. Hey... So. I guess I'll add that book uh, bulk to your uh, character. Yeah, I'll have to to add the book and then um, I'll add it to your character later because I don't have the item made up. But just you can remember, you have one bulk worth of book that Morley Bent is looking for. Okay. And so as you're like basically doing that sort of uh, call out, like looking for books, looking for each other, Nulara and Mukta are kind of off in the room looking for their books, and Hal and Clovis are up here, like kind of like looking for the books. There is like a sort of um, noise from the south. Hal, as you're like looking for books, you kind of look to the south, and from this curtain, you see a ghoul like creature peeks its head out and makes eye contact with you.
1: Jarell, uh, I think this boy down here is not supposed to be here. He's supposed to be working in the other place. Uh, maybe you should uh, tell him to go to the other place and then I'll move into the room and try to disguise my voice to yell at him to go back.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're trying to disguise your voice to sound like Jarrell's voice. Yes. Make a deception check. Let's go. Uh,
1: deception.
0: It's pretty good deception. You definitely confuse this thing. And it, it's like, you know, you come in here, you do the Jor- What do you say in Jor-El's voice?
1: I will say, uh, man, I'll say, aren't you supposed to be down in the other place taking care of what you're supposed to be taking care of? We've got it covered up here.
0: <laughs> okay. So it's a really good deception and he's really confused and he stops and he's, but he like says like in his like sort of like under voice, he's like, I do not. Remember a Jarrell? Really confused at the situation, and like, oh, let me go ask my boss. And then he disappears behind the curtain. Um, who are you talking
1: about Hal? Oh, just one of those guys who bit you. Ah, he poked his head through. Uh, I thought I would come in and tell him to go away, but he said he's going to find his boss. That sounds even
0: worse. Worse close. <laughs> <laughs> close is like, just on. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, see like you guys have a moment to prepare. For what about might happen next, but it sounds like there is a, at least one, if not more, ghouls, just on the other side of this curtain that have finally been alerted to your presence.
1: Uh, Clovis, maybe you should come in here.
0: No, we should not. Why? We don't
3: want to be stuck in this room.
1: Why not? What's the difference?
3: I mean, we don't know how many there are. What if there are hordes and we get stuck in this room while they just. Look, I've seen, a, I've heard enough bard tales, all right? Those creatures, there could be masses of amounts of them. And they keep coming and coming and coming. I mean,
1: uh, it, our friend Clovis can make us some food. Uh, we have some food. We eat the berries. We wait them until they get tired of the siege and they go away.
3: They're tired. I, I don't think they get tired. They're undead. Do they get tired from? They've been waiting here for hundreds of years already.
0: So here's what happens in this time, right? And you'll understand now. The ghoul comes up, and then you watch as like the curtains get pulled oh, back.
2: Oh shit! What's that? So
0: this is what you see. You see two of these oh. ghouls wearing like the long blue robes, similar to the librarians you beat before. You see another one that's a little bit taller, a little bit more ornate, sort of. um outfit going on and he's definitely like you can see the necklace proudly hanging he's got three lumps of flesh just hanging from his necklace behind him you see a circular room with brand new white pristine looking stone and from the ceiling to the floor you see a thin blue stream of blue light going from the floor all the way to the ceiling and where it touches the top and where it touches the bottom it pulses and bends, and you watch as the floor and ceiling impossibly ebb and flow as the energy connects through it. And with his blue light shining behind this guy and these ghouls staring at you, you hear the one in common smile and say, More flesh for the kinker.